Welcome back to One Drink In. This is Nilu and Chloe. Hi, guys. So last weekend, we had our first One Drink In event. And it went really, so really good. well. So fun. I'm not going to say I'm surprised. We had about 80 or so people turn out and for brunch on Sunday, as well as some bachelor boys. I was going to say some of the bachelor boys came I know. I was through. like, hi, Blake. How are you? Okay. What are you doing here, sir? They um, were so nice. Who was the other one? Chris? I thought Chris was really cute. Yeah, Chris is so he cute. He seemed great. Okay. And it said, he said on his Instagram today that he's ready to start dating again. Ooh, should I slide in? Mm-hmm. Or anyone else out there who wants to? But Black A was the one I really wanted to talk to, and he left. He was he had a flight. Mm-hmm. I think he's talking to Becca now. Irrelevant. Ooh. But relevant. So relevant. But it was great. Kelly came out with some all that drama yeah dustin and pete i think spilled some of the tea on their on their podcast i know because apparently pete likes pokemon yeah that's what i said what does that mean (laughs) so i heard through the grapevine that kelly said a lot of things went sour and that Pete likes Pokemon. Was part of the reason. I don't know. People have different fetishes and different <laughs> like... Wait, I haven't listened to the episode. I, I, I knew We need to listen to it. I saw Pete when I was in New York last weekend. But I was like a low-key fangirl for Barb. Dude, I love His Barb. His mom was there and I was like... Wait, Wait, Barb was there? Yes. And I was like more excited to like meet her. Wait, his oh. personality like? Who's? Pete. Okay, I'm not gonna lie I didn't really know before meeting him what he was gonna be like because I just have seen social media and people kind of ripped on him yeah but he was way more cool and chill I really like him I guess I super nice I see him being very quiet for whatever reason he's very friendly Mm -hmm. I see him just being very calm Dustin's that way maybe that's why because like you're crazy I'm crazy usually you they were I don't know because every time I've been with them we've been like drinking so I'm like yeah okay we should get them on here though and we can get the tea yeah over here might be too big for us i don't know i mean (laughs) we can see what dustin can you know Um, finesse but yeah thank you guys everybody who came to the event it was so much fucking fun yes so mike one of my good buddies that i actually met lives in the building everybody knows him as sergey yes he has a really cool company that he's starting it's called looper Yes. And for all you golf guys and now girls. girls, well, his hats have been all male. Like, Are they just th- like, they're like male fits? And now they're I gonna like be, that fit. I think it's cool. Little I have like a little tiny fit. head. So I do too. But he's making lower profile ones. I think that's what he called it. Oh. But Looper essentially is tailored caddy outfits. That's how it started. Oh. Anyway, Looper sponsored the shots. Thank you, Looper. For everyone. So Thank shout out so to Mike. Much. Thank you. The shot. And then Nilu and I just kept the tequila. Chloe and it. I continued the party all night long. At some point, there was talks of getting a matching tattoo with a <laughs> man that I had just met. Who, by the way, is Who's really great. cute. And he I've tried his... to set you up with him before. I know. Here I, know. I am, this matchmaker again. Oh, I know. He's cute. Um, and he's got hockey thighs. Irrelevant, <laughs> but so relevant. Anyways, we bought, so you guys all ended up going home. We, me and him bopped around Chicago. We went to Zebra Lounge, piano bar, so fun. And it's right by my house. It's a vibe. The best place ever. Yeah, I want to go there every never night. never been, but I heard it's so fun. Oh, Chloe, we have to go. Okay. And a Sunday night, it was bopping. Damn. Okay. It was so fun. Okay. And then we did drive through McDonald's walking. Again. As, 
It's second. T- we got times. McDonald's twice in one day. It was disgusting. <laughs> I literally felt like the next morning I was never been more scared in my life. Like the ultimate Sunday scaries. We can't have an event on a Sunday again because no. I went home and I fell asleep for seven hours. And then yeah. I woke up to no text from my boyfriend and I was very sad. You're going to wake up and you're like, ooh, I know I'm going to have a missed text from him. And I'm like, nope, nope nothing. Nope. So, nope. No calls. Out. No missed anything. Okay. Great. Like, why is it that I expected a text when I woke up? You should have manifested a text. <laughs> should we talk about this? So, Nilo, he, he called me when I was drinking. Oh, when? Okay. And I think you said hi to him, maybe. I don't think I did. Was it FaceTime? Oh, you were FaceTiming him and you, okay. uh, you were drunk FaceTiming him at the party, which has been the death of me. All I do is FaceTime I my crush every time I'm drunk. Yes. But I've learned to put my phone away when I'm drunk because I don't, I always regret that Apple doesn't have an unsend. Yep. So yep, that would be I usually just put my feature. phone away at that point. So yeah, he called me. I said, hi, la la la. I didn't hear from him the rest of the evening. And to be honest, I was a little annoyed because the pattern of communication has shifted. We'll get into that. And it's okay, because of yeah. my attachment style, 100%. So anyway, I was a little annoyed and I started to fall down the rabbit hole that everyone else falls down. Actually, maybe everybody doesn't fall down this and I need to turn off. If you guys are curious, there's active mode on Instagram. Ugh, no. And if you've DM'd someone in the Chloe, last 24 no. hours. Turn it off. You can see the last time they were active on Instagram. I would Only- not recommend it yeah at all i have mine off i do not i need to turn mine off no. because i was annoyed that i didn't get a text back it's like when they watch your story <sighs> but they don't text you back you're like i fucking know you have your phone buddy like i know you have your phone yeah. okay sorry irrelevant it's okay moving forward you'll <laughs> see him this next weekend but i know it's mainly probably because of my attachment style which i think is anxious we can get into that so let's get into attachment styles since you think you're anxious attachment i'm not I can kind of guess what I probably am based on the word anxious, but let's get into it. Okay. What, what are attachment styles? What does that mean in relationships? So it's called the attachment theory and it's the psychological model describing the stages of attachment to close relationships. So this is kind of like the reason some people in relationships can act so aloof and unattached while others are so anxious. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much a person's attachment style is their specific way of relating to others in a relationship and it's based on our dynamics with our caregivers or your parents or whatever when you were a child so that's kind of how your style is formed and it the style includes the way that we respond emotionally to others as well as our behaviors and interactions yes so there are four main styles secure anxious avoidant and fearful avoidant Okay, let's go through each of these. I'm nervous. So first one is secure attachment, which refers to the ability to form secure, loving relationships with others. They can trust others and be trusted. They accept love and they can get close with others. They're not afraid of intimacy, nor do they feel panicked when their partners need time or space away from them. They're able to depend on others without becoming totally dependent. So that's like the healthy one, it sounds like. These are the people who get married, I think. <laughs> yeah. So secure is that's secure. All the other attachment styles, the other three are all insecure <laughs> attachment styles. So great. Love that for us. Okay. So the anxious attachment style. Okay. I agree with some of this. Anxious, the anxious, anxious, anxious <laughs> attachment style is a form of insecure attachment style marked from a deep fear of abandonment. 
anxious attached people tend to be very insecure with their relationships often worrying that their partner will leave them thus they're always hungry for validation it's associated with the neediness the clingy behavior such as getting very anxious when the partner doesn't text back right away and consistently feeling like the partner doesn't care enough they're they're the individuals that constantly need that's I mean some of that relates to me but I like someone to say I like you so here I thought that was a communicate a love language when really that's part of the attachment style I just need you to say yeah I like you and remind me I'm not insecure in a relationship. I just need that validation. At this point, all the other ones are insecure attachment styles, so we're fucked. So here we go. Either way. Okay. Avoidant attachment is a form of insecure attachment style marked by the fear of intimacy. People with avoidant attachment styles tend to have trouble getting close to others, trusting others in relationships, and they typically maintain some distance from their partners and are emotionally unavailable in their relationships, preferring to be independent or rely on themselves. It's also known as dismissive avoidant attachment. Uh, it kind of aligns with anxious avoidant. I feel like a lot of I could kind mm, of see that one. I know for more males that are the avoidant attachment. Yeah, that don't even show emotion mm-hmm. whatsoever. Okay, Claire, you want to read the last one? The last one is fearful avoidant attachment style. It's a combination of both anxious and avoidant attachment styles. People with fearful avoidant attachment styles both desperately crave affection and want to avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Wait, maybe this one's me. <laughs> maybe this, this one's, one's definitely me. They're reluctant to develop a close romantic relationships, yet at the same time, they have a desire to, and need to feel loved by others. This is very confusing. Okay, it might be me. Yeah, I think this one's closer to us because it's saying like, <laughs> hey, we want you, but we don't want you. See ya. So it, the goal is pretty much like you might be one of those different attachment styles but ultimately you want to become a secure attachment you want to move away from being any of the three insecure ones and become secure Mm -hmm. you don't want to like live your whole life in those attachment styles that might be your attachment style but in order to get to being in a secure place you need to do the work for it so maybe that's therapy for some people maybe that's just like communicating I think just finding those things that kind of like how if you're in the anxious attachment style, you just need to communicate to your partner like, hey, this is my, like, I feel like with the anxious, you jump into relationships pretty quickly and you get excited about people really quickly. And so mm-hmm. sometimes you have to like maybe slow your roll a little bit and I think if communicate that to them as yeah. well. But I also think that if you're any of the other attachment styles, more importantly, I feel like you need to do work on your own Mm -hmm. before you even think about getting into a relationship right like work on yourself yeah if you're any of those you're not going to be able to go into a relationship with a good mindset Mm -hmm. you kind of almost have to like get yourself to a place where you become a secure attachment style in order to really be to build up to that secure relationship but i feel like yeah to your point it's like you just need to be in a secure mindset going into a relationship because it goes back to what we were talking about. No one is, you're not going to fill a void with mm-hmm. getting into a relationship. You need to be very secure before you go into a relationship and, yeah. or be able to communicate these things and be self-aware of, hey, maybe this is my attachment style. Here are some things that I need to work on. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We just got a little deep for a minute, but that was brought to my attention more recently and I found it fascinating. Well, I think it's also cool that Sarah Baba, that artist, has been doing those Instagram posts that are based on attachment styles. And one thing she also says, like, avoid an attachment, which I think a lot of guys might have that. Girls too, but like you said, like, you know, yes. Or you might come across guys who might have that 
and they may come off as like lacking emotion or cold-hearted but she's saying like no they still feel very deeply they just express it differently mm-hmm. so i think that's like yeah so if you guys don't follow sarah baba get on board oh my she's god i love her pieces like, she's a phenomenal artist photographer if you haven't seen her who does she have what's his name noah yeah i don't know how to say his last name cinta whatever Cincina, Cintina. He, she has a lot like she had like dylan and cole mm-hmm. the twins and stuff she's she like she's a lot done of cool some music people. videos now too it always has the text over it her last photo series was called fool me twice loved and it and it was based upon the different type of attachment styles they're very romantic and she's saying when she learned her anxious attachment style she was saying it's helping her weed out potential partners who might not be able to need or understand that style of hers while she's also continuing to like work on herself internally to find like stability and safety within herself to be a better partner speaking of sarah baba and social media this is kind of something random that i thought about with guys that i've had so i've had these like social media rules when it comes to guys Mm -hmm. the first one is I mute them (laughs) so that I don't see I don't want to like see their shit popping up all the time you know what I mean if I want to go you know like there's like 17 seconds ago and you're like shit I don't want to be the one who's like (laughs) lurking and like the first person to pop up every single time and I also if I'm minding my own business and going throughout my day and I'm just clicking on stories Mm -hmm. and I just click on theirs and it's something I don't want to see that just like ruins your day if i want to go out of my way and like pull up his account and look at his story fine Mm -hmm. but i don't want to like it's so smart you know mute it mute them on social media so you're not seeing what they're doing all the time you don't let them dictate your day yeah and yes i don't want to let them add you (laughs) i mean i finally got over that whole thing which i still sometimes like to hide my story from people because they will probably don't ever notice but i'll hide it every now and then because I don't want them to just know what I'm doing all the time based on social media because then it's like what conversation are we going to have what do you you can mm-hmm. I want you to ask me questions and find out from me not through social media yeah even do you like send my, them pictures throughout the day though I don't you do that I don't do that I don't know why I do that it's like a way of communication is that like an but age I'm not on difference social media. thing yeah I'm not on social media <laughs> like you are you know what I mean like I'm yeah, behind a computer all day so yeah. like if I send them photos it's like hey I made spaghetti today <laughs> Okay, so you're doing you know, it just it's like to little directly. things of like ham. See, but I don't want them to know my day to day all the time. Even on TikTok, I'm like, I hope to God they don't see my TikTok because I don't want them to have that much access to me. It makes dating mm. really hard. Okay, I wish there was a way you could literally block people from TikTok though. Oh, I've blocked guys that I'm I mean, but to like who if don't, you don't know, know that I'm blocking them. But like, I don't even know if they have a fucking TikTok. I'll if it's like a guy I'm talking to, I'll look it up to block them. Like I look up their name or their their, their so number cringe. on the contacts. My boss's boss's boss added me on TikTok. No, blocked. yesterday, <laughs> Block. and I'm like, I'm paranoid. Like yeah. this is not suited for work. No. Oh my god, mine are so cringe. But like Creed said last time, he was like, if it's not cringe, you're not doing it right. That's so. That was the ones that blow up so. are always the That's ones that I'm like, I don't want anyone to see them. So then my other rule with guys that I'm dating on social media is I won't tag them in anything. I will, I'll maybe do like a hidden tag where like yeah. they can get the notification that if I like, but I'm also not really like showing their full face. I'm not going to be doing that shit because girls, girls are ruthless. But you see a girl on TikTok say that? She's like, okay, so I had mm-hmm. 438 people and of that, 430 people tapped on the sticker yeah. that I made really small so they could like, creep on me. Unless I have a ring on my finger. I don't even know about that. Like, it might be a husband reveal at my wedding. Like, hey, guys, by the way, this is my husband. Everybody, welcome. Yeah. And think about it. Okay, let's say 
you're dating this guy and you've been posting him on social media. I think it's so smart. And hide it. You are tagging him. You're posting. You're showing him off the best way possible in the mm-hmm. best light. You guys break up. Now all these girls are like, like he left hotter after he yes, did you. You made him hotter. Think about the girls who now know their girls are thirsty. They're like, oh, this guy's single. And he was dating girl- Nilu, and like, so now he can date me. And you just have painted him in the best light ever. I think like the whole even Alex Cooper will put her in a very specific bucket right here. She's not told anybody who she's actually dating for a reason because she knows the moment that she's going to release to the world who she's dating. Girls are going to be in this DMs. Yeah. And she's going to have zero privacy. People can figure out who it is, but yeah. like she doesn't post him for a reason. And also, okay, so I think it's different. If you're on social media, if you're in the whatever content creator, I would say keep it private. Don't tag, don't whatever, because you don't know who's following you. If you have a private Instagram, whatever, I would say the other reason I avoid the whole like tagging and posting, it's like, unless you're like really deep, like what if you guys break up and then you have to deal with that shit? It's just, you could like post a photo and not tag him. Yeah. I'm I'm no Post my the next, back of his head like my next relationship him. it's gonna be like his hand and that's it <laughs> <laughs> like the back of his head I don't know I'll I'll definitely like like you won't see him on my stories as much I don't think I've learned my lesson the hard way from mm-hmm. TikTok so now we don't tag now we don't post the guys until we are it's almost married. like street cred for them mm-hmm. like great because I would look at a girl who's like cool and normal I'm like oh well this guy she dated him so he right. must be cool right he must have like a good Part personality or like she liked him so he's probably like but like we are curious about who they did it before yeah because we're like are we even in the same wheelhouse here yeah so that's my those are my two rules but Mute also the guys you have crushes on and then when you are dating someone wait until it's like really solid before you start posting them okay so one thing that i've tried to change my mm-hmm. behavior on let's say your ex or whoever the new person they're dating after you whatever you start stalking the the person right and you just go down that rabbit hole and then it becomes a comparison thing and then you start thinking about their relationship together and then it's just never you're gonna get yourself worked up yes like you i don't sometimes i'm like i would rather not know and you you wouldn't compare it's an ex like it's done you would only compare yourself at least for me i guess i would only compare myself to like the next girl again it's like street cred about like who they dated before yeah and how hot they were but I don't think that becomes as toxic because it's an ex like it's done we're not like threatened by them I guess but it's the new girl that we're threatened by I think both can be toxic if you're dating someone and you start looking at who their ex was you can get into your head about that comparison either way you're going to compare yourself whether it's the new person or the ex so I say avoid it altogether. <laughs> So no digging, no creeping. No digging. Then you start being like, either you're bashing on her for her looks or you're comparing yourself to her looks. And that's what I think we we need to stop doing. Oh, no. Yeah. We've all probably done it. But like, even when I hear friends now start to say, she's so ugly, she's not even cute. I'm like, stop. Who cares Mm. what she looks like? Because. Yeah. I would also like, what if she has a better personality than you? And that's way fucking worse, dude, than her no, being uglier, hotter than you. I would rather be the less attractive one, but the better the personality. Better per- the I would more be a seven with a good personality. Yes. Any day. Better vibe, all that shit, than being the ten Fuck. who's boring. Fuck. Because you can always get hotter. You, you can, can always get hotter. You can always get hotter. So as far as anything that's happened in the past, I think you leave in the past. 
it's shaped who they are it's shaped who you are yeah anybody of their exes you leave that in the past and you don't bring it up in my personal opinion unless it was something major and they want to bring it up and they want to have that conversation don't dig into the past into the future that's where i have heard the comparison theory again it doesn't mean that it's always right but when guys or girls jump into relationship to relationship Mm -hmm. it could be a 90 10 so 90 percent, you could have been 90 percent the person for them and you were maybe missing like 10 percent of what they needed and that was maybe the reason you broke up and this new person has only say 10 percent but they're infatuated with it because that Mm -hmm. was something that their past relationship didn't have it doesn't mean it's going to be long term yeah but Typically, when you people are jumping from relationship to relationship quickly, mm-hmm. and you see that happen, yeah, it's typically because it's like that person is offering something. It doesn't need to be beauty. It doesn't need to be that sort of thing. It could just be something that maybe that relationship didn't offer, and there's ten percent that they're pulling their weight over here. Yeah, anybody that I did like, and they're with someone now, like Arizona. He got with her right away. It's like, okay, well, I was talking to a guy yeah, who I was going to go visit him Mm -hmm. and then I got COVID and he was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go to LA instead. And then like that next weekend, Daily Mail comes out with him (laughs) and this very famous celebrity and they're now (laughs) dating. But like, oh my God. It's like comical because I'm like, like, okay. I went in comparison route, but I was like, good fucking job. That's a little different, though, because she is, like, huge and, like, not, like, it's not, like, what can you really say? Like, it's almost like, all right, I would do, I would, I would do the same. Is she A-list? Yes. A-list celebrity. Yes. I would say very much so. Yeah. Like, I would, if that were me, I'd be like, you know what? I would probably have done the same thing I would have done the same exact thing. me for her, too. So I'm like, I get it, and I'm happy for you. Yeah. And I feel like that was a good mindset. Yes. And that was the only person I'm like, ooh, I liked you, but this is okay because I'm happy and we're still friends. Yeah. So. Fun. He friended, he put me in the friend zone, but I also. I, yeah. I feel like. That's maybe a bad example, but also. That's a very that's not a relatable example let's be very honest here i would say more relatable is like you get cheated on and now you and your friend group are sending pictures because in the moment it does make you feel better when you're like to say those things about a girl or the person but like in the long run it's like why are you really saying that it's because you're hurting But even about the person i don't i think even speaking poorly about them yeah especially in when the negative light is bad yeah. as well yes yes when you start talking shit about them i know i have, I have yeah. friends that are like oh yeah that's not a good look i'm like you know what it's okay he's doing great he's happy that's what matters yeah it does sometimes make us feel better though when they're it, like it doing does. that crazy it shit does. and you're like add it to and the like, list why did you shoot yeah. your head that's not a good look for you yeah. but you know what it's, it's just yeah it's fine it's fine but i'm gonna look really hot in this next photo just for everybody yeah so it's hot girl summer and guys, focus on you. Don't focus on other people and comparing yourself because focus no. on you. I think one thing I feel like I've stopped doing is like the comparison thing with girls. Yeah. I don't like it really took a while to probably get to this point, but I feel like there's just you just can't compare yourself to other girls. You really cannot look how wise. Did you, how did you stop? We're all on such different paths. We're all and everyone Instagram is. is a fucking highlight it's reel. So yes, like 
people will say oh my god you're doing all these great things i was like you guys my life is in fucking shambles <laughs> thank you yeah i've never my life has been, never been so much of a mess i've never lost this much hair i've never been this stressed but i do appreciate the compliment so yeah. thank you but it's a highlight reel and i i think the comparison thing it's like you don't know what they've been through to get to that point in their life no. and they don't like no one knows what you've been through to get to where you're at and you're still figuring it out everyone's still figuring it out we're not on the same level because we're all on different points so in our life this is where we put our head down and we focus on us and we manifest things that we want i was introduced to the 369 theory by <laughs> oh neelu fadi okay. did you die when i sent you that photo oh my god <laughs> okay so i'm very into i'm woo woo but i'm not like crazy woo woo like i'm just like i'll we're, do we're it woo woo i'm woo woo for sure yeah <laughs> but i'm not like pushing it onto people yeah no I'll do it because I am a believer but like so I was in (laughs) I was at a wedding a few like two weeks ago and I walk into this crystal shop Mm -hmm. I'm like you know what me and my guy that I have a crush on things have been changing a little it's not where it was Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna get some crystals (laughs) I was like okay I want ones that are like about relationships love and just what are those crystals rose quartz rose quartz rose quartz is like the main one but then there was like kunzite was one that i got there was blue jasper there i got a few and it was like a mix of not just for relationships but it was no i didn't get that one they didn't sell that one (laughs) so what crystals did you get they were a little bit for for romance because i felt like you know i was stealing all my relationships i i was like you know i want to manifest a relationship that healthy and whatever secure secure and at the same time I also wanted to just like open up myself to just new things okay like these were the crystals I got I got kunzite okay which it's that one's gonna be the little one kunzite this is a stone for romantic love improving communication relationship or overcoming heartbreak yeah put it on your third eye (laughs) okay I'm just gonna sit here with this on my forehead for a minute it aids in improving and providing ease in romantic relationships it also promotes unconditional self-love so I was like all right perfect need that one need to work on our communication then we got this one I'm not gonna say correctly rhodochrosite which is I think yes that one a true heart chakra stone so this one teaches unconditional compassionate selfless love it helps us stay open even when we're processing difficult painful heart lessons and it helps us face the truth of relationships so it was kind of like you know what if it's not gonna work out that's okay we just gotta embrace it and face it these are pretty yes she did tell me that i got a good bundle these are there, really they pretty were all, like good together too. yeah and then the last one was ocean jasper which is the teardrop one okay this one is a stone of healing inner peace and interconnectedness and this one just helps us go with the flow live in acceptance and i don't know i thought it would help with my anxiety <laughs> okay so that's good so those were the four so i'm a believer of the crystals i'm here for them and then I was joking about the 369, but I just made that TikTok kind of as a joke. But the 369 method, I really do think it works. And it's pretty much a manifestation technique where you're, you say the person's, it could, it doesn't have to be about boys necessarily or relationships. It can be anything. It can be like, like the main focus. Yes. Whatever. It could be, you can make it for jobs or life or whatever, but most people have been doing boys. So you say the boy's name three times or write it down three times. Mm-hmm. Then I think six times it's the present tense you have to think of it as it's already happening is over here th- i i'm thinking you have to write this out which you do, apparently you do, you, you, do. Do. you do the one that like people have been doing on tiktok is kind of like the more psychotic one mm-hmm. is you write the person's name three times good 
Then you write the intentions you have for that person six times. <laughs> and then you write what you want them to say to you nine times. Okay. So so I did it. And I sent a photo to Nilu, And she starts dying laughing because she's like, you actually wrote it out. I'm like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. He texts me five minutes after I did that. I swear. I did it twice, Nilu, Two separate days. Five minutes after I did it, I got a text. I'm going to do it tonight, I think. I'm doing it in my head right now. No, you have to write it out. We're it's like they strong. feel your, you know, when people text you and you're like, and you're you're like oh, I was them? just, yes. yes. <laughs> How often does that happen? That happens to me all the time. Literally, I'll be <laughs> thinking about someone. Thing. I'll be walking somewhere yes. and I'm like, I wonder how that person is and I'll get a text from them. Yeah. No, I believe So that. whether I'm manifesting that and they can feel my energy or vice versa or vice versa, that happens to me. One week it happened to me 10 times because I thought this is getting really weird. This keeps happening multiple times. And I started keeping track and I wrote it down every time I had a thought. Maybe we have like psychic abilities. I think it's just the power. Do you ever write down when you think about someone though? Or if you have a gut feeling? Do you ever write it down? Do you ever just write it down? Like I had this gut feeling on this day. No. So I started to do that. Okay. And it's wild because I had a gut feeling about this person. I thought about this person on this day. And when I said I had 10 consecutive thoughts within a week... I was writing those down and then I would say when the return of that thought was. So it's like, I wonder what, whatever the thought was. I mean, it would, they were so random, so random. Yeah. But I also think. It's like manifesting. Sometimes you just have a gut feeling and you're like right about it. And then sometimes it's like, did I make, did I think that into existence? I think it could be a, a combination. I follow my gut at this point. If my gut says no, I follow it. I don't oh, need yeah. to have the rhyme and reason. It's kind of like, I mean, where were you going? Where not were you even going? necessarily like. Where were you going and you got caught in a snowstorm? And you were like, my gut told me not to okay, go. But I, that was like, honestly, the best trip of my life. Okay. And led me to such better things. Okay. So like, I can't even. So it was like, fine. No, it was like the best. Week. What's like a thought that you had and you had a bad gut feeling? When you're just like, oh, I know he's talking to this girl. I know this is her. I, I, can, mm-hmm. I just have a feeling that he's talking to her. You just have like some, yeah. like, whether yeah. you've seen them interact or something in person, you just kind of, like, see different clues. It's literally the moment I knew my ex of five years was cheating on me. Yeah. It's like, immediately you're like, well, clicked. I knew this. I yep. Knew so, like, listen to those signs. Yes. So. So follow your gut. Trust your gut trust your gut but also the things that you don't want to manifest I think those that's when you have to surrender as I'm a big Gabby Bernstein fan what does she say what's her thing if I'm ever feeling stressed or I'm manifesting something uh, that I shouldn't be putting into the universe that she just says surrender so you release the thought okay you release the worry and you just like take a deep breath and you surrender to the universe oh yes and essentially it is out of your hands. Yeah. So the more you worry about it, the more you're manifesting. A lot of times I just accept You let it, it go. I'm yeah. Like, it's fine. And it the moment fine. you let it go, you'll be so shocked. Yes. Like, oh my God, I'm stressed about work. I have to hit this quota. It's like, you know what? At the end of the day, you're doing everything that you can. You have to release it. And it literally, it will just happen for you. Sometimes I get in like this mindset where I'm like, you know what? It can't, it's never that bad. <laughs> it's never that <laughs> Nothing's bad. Nothing's ever that bad. Like it's life. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Like, I'm stressed about like we, LA and yeah. us moving, and I'm like... It always ends up being It's fine. fine. Like Nothing's ever that bad. It's not that stressful. No. Everyone's stressed for me, and I'm like, I need everybody to calm the fuck down. I appreciate all the worry, but yeah, we can't stress, stress about, about, about it. it. No. It's just not Life's worth too short. It. No, it's not worth it at all. It's never that bad. 
Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> okay, so let's see what the questions are. So this week's questions. How are you girls getting ready for hot girl summer? Well, I have been going to the gym a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm eating healthy. And I'm just in a mindset of things are just not bothering me the way they used to. I'm not letting things like get to me. Anything yeah. that happens. Like, I'm like, whatever. Okay. You're like, move on. And mm-hmm. so what? Like, okay, great. I think I'm being very open-minded. I'm being very like accepting and like open-minded like, to new opportunities. Yeah. So we're pretty spontaneous as is, but like, great. You want to go here? Cool. Let's do that. Let's yeah. try it. But not overthink things. I, right. So next question. Went on a few dates with a hinge guy. He said he's into me, but updated his profile. Advice. Okay. I think that until you guys have a conversation of like actually dating, like you guys are both and still single exclusive. and being able to see other people. So it's not that big of a deal that he is updating his profile. But I get that that's frustrating. Like you should you update know. your profile as well. No, I'm <laughs> now, why don't you? Yeah, I think until you have like the exclusive conversation, you don't even need to Here's, bring it up. He needs to do it on his own. And also, like if like a few dates, I don't know what how many that is, but it's like if it's still early on, don't put the pressure that it needs to like jump into a relationship right away. People no. just put so much pressure on it. Beautiful part about dating. Also, if he's like pulling back. And then you see him update his profile. Then, yes. So you should match his energy, update your profile, and go on a few dates. Yeah. If he, Because he might come back if you just give him space. space. He'll be like, wait, where'd you go? Yeah. You know? Sometimes they don't realize that they're doing it. So this will, we're going to wrap up episode 27. And we are actually going to be traveling next week. I'm going to try and do record a solo episode this week. And share with you guys my full story of my accident, what it's been like the last three and a half years. And then we'll have a special guest that we'll be talking to in on our trip. So we'll be in LA this weekend, then we're going to Cabo, and then see what happens from there. We'll probably be getting ready to... Getting ready to move. Also, okay, so if you guys are in the One Drink In Facebook group, the One Drink In Friends Facebook group, there's like 5,000 people in it now. It's insane. We are starting to make subgroups. So we're making it for specific cities and then also just specific categories. So check that out and join those. And then obviously be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram. That's at one drink in for TikTok and Instagram is one drink dot in. Awesome. All right. Good night, you guys. Um, we'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs>